going on? It's your boy DJ Baraka checking in on the ones and twos. We out here at Club Blackstone Sunday night. Come through. We got the hits. Live from the Knuckle Sandwich Podcast, we got the hits. All my 40-year-olds make some noise. Playing that music of the future, baby. Hey, what you drinking? Hey, what you drinking? I see you. I see you. Great go, baby. I see you. Haha, <laughs> live from Club Blackstone. This is DJ Baraka checking in from the Knuckle Sandwich Podcast. <laughs> Shutting it down. Check us out, the Knuckle Sandwich Podcast. We live here at Club Blackstone Sunday night. We partying on a Sunday night. We got work tomorrow. We behind on our taxes. Make some noise if you behind on your taxes. Make some noise if you ain't seen your kids in four weeks. Club Blackstone. Good evening, everybody. Welcome back to, you know, another episode of uh, the Knuckle Sandwich Podcast. Uh, as always, we're joined here by uh, Ace, Nathan, Nathan uh, excuse me, and Xavier, and Justin. Uh, yeah. How's everybody doing today? I'm upset that you made me watch this Sonic movie. Oh, good. good. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh, my. Oh, man. Oh. Get right into it today. <laughs> <laughs> Mm. No, not in our pre pre production. I did hear the anger in Xavier's voice, but now we know we know the source of that. Mm-hmm. It's, it's good that my assumptions were correct. <laughs> it's the number one movie in the world, man. Critics are raving about it. <laughs> what could you possibly not like about it? Um, I thought it was. I, oh, I, I'll say this: I did not finish the movie. There's 20 minutes left. Oh, <laughs> but I had to stop because I didn't like it. You walked out of the theater. No, 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 no. I have, I'm watching it at home. I was not paying for that movie, Nathan. Oh. I'm watching it via Cody. Is that? Can I oh. say that? We no, no. We, this episode was recorded in uh, September 2020. So <laughs> yeah. the movie has been out on DVD for quite a while now. Yeah, it's on DVD. <laughs> I don't know. If, is Cody illegal? No, no. Okay. Cody, Cody's just, uh, it's just No, no. It's a, a DVD using... player. Yeah. yeah. yeah okay. It's a, a DVD player brand, yeah. But come on, everybody knew I was not going to like the movie. How, how did you feel about the movie, Nathan? What do you mean, bro? I liked it, dude. I had a good time. I had a great time in there. I just thought, <laughs> you know, I thought it would be all of us for once. We'd uh, all agree on a movie. And dude, I thought it was OK. I don't think I didn't think it was like spectacular, like on scale of one to ten. I'd probably give it a six. But oh, OK. Wow, finally uh, a score other than 9 or 10. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't like a masterpiece. The acting was terrible. Uh, just, I don't know, the way that they stood. I, I don't know, it's like they told them, hey, stand awkwardly uh, <laughs> when Sonic's in the room. And they just stood awkwardly. And it'd be fun to see them like behind the scenes. Whatever they used 
as a prop for <laughs> Sonic, whether it was like a live, like a big plush pillow or something. Yeah, it's usually just like a stick with a ball on uh, top to let ball. you know. With so the giant, eyes, right? <laughs> giant ball with the eyes. Okay. <laughs> the eyes was huge. If that if they did that movie with the old eyes, I don't think I'd make it five minutes. Well, that's what I wanted. I'd rather have a bad, really, really stinker, you know, than a mediocre movie. At least oh. the Snyder Cut, right? And I want that I want that old Sonic back. You wanted <laughs> an, oh wow. So you prefer the older Sonic than this uh this uh, more nasty realistic yeah, yeah. So, yeah, the wow, movie's gonna cool. be bad no matter what. So wouldn't you rather them go all in? No. Yeah. I'd be puking in my mouth, dude. Well I'd be puking in my popcorn. I would have found it more enjoyable if they kept the original Sonic with the long legs. And that's why the <laughs> release was <His> legs- later. <laughs> yeah, they pushed it back. Wow. His legs were really long <laughs> compared to the rest of him. I didn't that was a little unsettling. Well, was- I mean, he's a teenager, you know, he's Body's changing. <laughs> yeah. Is he? Uh, <laughs> not to be nasty. He had that uh, Wendy Williams build. <laughs> Did y'all see the, um, <laughs> the host for The Price is White? I think that's, yeah, yeah. One of his former wives, she was killed recently, pushed out of a balcony, and Wendy Williams made a joke about it. Oh Wendy. yes, I, people are calling for her to, to quit her show. Okay, yeah. <laughs> she she does this all the time though. Did you watch the clip? I used to since you editing, go ahead put that clip in. Um, oh wow! She makes the joke and no one in the audience laughs. She was killed not by Drew, but by by the ex. Come on down. Because <laughs> they're like, no, that's not funny, Wendy. Um. Uh, yeah, she, I, I've never been a fan of Wendy Williams. Uh, I think her face looks weird. I'm just going to say it. It's a mask. Like, <laughs> like her whole face is a mask. And uh, every time I see it, I'm just like, ugh. And she was dating some rapper. And I was like, Wendy, you could be my grandmother. Please Yeah, stop. how old is she? She's 62? 76? Yeah, yeah she, she out there. Okay. Wait a second. No way. She's probably like 80. I thought, yeah. She's Pushed 55. 90. 55? Wow. Okay. That's not good. Shy of 90. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, I remember, uh, is this, are, we, are we doing this during Black History Month? I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I remember, I think it was Nick Cannon. She said that his baby was an accident baby. Uh, got him on the spot. And I think he did it very well. That's just because Mariah Carey is her daughter. <laughs> Mariah Carey might be older than her. Think about oh goodness, that's her sister then. They kind of not in my case forty nine. Never mind. Was it a uh wait a Mariah Carey's forty nine and Wendy Williams is fifty five? Yeah. What? Zalo's fifty. All right. See we're on the we're on the same Google page. All but right. I know we're still okay. off on a tangent here, but I thought for the longest that it was like Mariah Carey was like when she was dating Nick Cannon, I thought she was like ten years older than him. Nick Cannon's 39. Oh, yeah. Oh, whoa. Okay, yeah. 10 years older. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I'm Mariah Carey does not look 49. Wendy Williams doesn't look 55 either. She looks 75. I'll go to 72. Yeah, I'll go break it down to 72. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, she was, that was, she was with the crack for a little bit, so. 
or was it cocaine? It was, it was it was rich people. It was rich people drugs. So I think it was cocaine. So uh, Bill Burr had that joke. He's, he was saying like, "Why would you ever do plastic surgery when it's never it never really makes you look normal?" He said, "Would you rather look like a?" He's like, "Let's say you're 55. Would you rather look like a normal 55 year old, or would you rather look 45 and like a lizard?" It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. the Wendy Williams. She said some messed up stuff to get those views. She said some stuff throughout the days. <laughs> um, one thing I heard of recently was one of them. You know, the audience goes to her for suggestion and advice. She said, uh, "I want to have another baby, but my husband doesn't want to have another baby. What do I do?" <laughs> and Wendy said, "Stop taking birth control without telling him." <laughs> 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 so she's wilding out there. She wilding. Yeah, just just trying to destroy families the right way. That's pretty bad. But on the other hand, you have Steve Harvey who's out there giving out generic good advice. If she ain't there for you, then you ain't got to be there for her. That's uh, <laughs> that's how Steve Harvey does that. Studio audience that. clap. <laughs> yeah, he's a busy man. All right, Jason, he's enough time to be doing real advice all the time. Hey, I'd rather take that advice than uh, yeah. Wendy Williams or even Dr. Phil advice. I don't even know. I don't even know what Dr. Phil is doing out there. Be honest with you. It's like a, just a mediator. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's Honestly, all. have y'all seen that? Maybe it's just on my YouTube feed. But that guy who thinks he's a cyborg. And he's <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I've not seen that. It's not oh. on my YouTube feed. <laughs> it's spliced out clip into. It's been on my recommended for like weeks, and I was like, okay, fine, fine, YouTube, fine, I'll watch it. And I couldn't stop watching because it was so good. Because <laughs> it's a black, it's a black kid in a black family with a black mom. And he's, she'll come in, she'll be like, it's time for dinner. And he'll say, we are not hungry. Now I got to see it. Yeah. But shows like that, uh, now that we're talking about this, I guess, uh, they are really addicting. You can't take your eyes off. Uh, even in college, yeah. like for a straight month and a half after class, I would just watch Maury. I, I know it's the, worst, <laughs> it's, it's the worst television out there. But. Yeah, I think I remember that. <laughs> uh, shout out to, we're going to do a couple of shout outs real quick. Uh, shout out to Terrence. Uh, you know, we, we thank you for listening. Uh, shout out to Maurice, you know, out there listening to. And shout hey. out to Cortland. <laughs> Because uh, he was the one who saw me uh, at my desk and you read, <laughs> you have to know Cortland's always like, you really watching Maury, huh? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, that's what shamed me to stop watching that show. So it's crazy. <laughs> probably out there like saying his name, like shouting it. <laughs> Yo, we, we got a test tomorrow. <laughs> there was a time where me, Asian and Jasmine spent hours after after class watching a uh, shark tank <laughs> we had it we had it saved up on a dvr and we just we spent too much time watching shark tank for like at least a month it felt it felt sick and i think the problem with shark tank is uh a lot of okay some people have benefited from shark tank just from like getting their stuff out there but a lot of times uh these uh quote unquote sharks don't give one bit about your business and so like people will really come out there and they'll be like yeah uh 
we've just we've designed a new way for brownies to be made. You know, a lot of people <laughs> a lot of people like the outside of brownies. So we've de- we've developed a new like plug and play thing. You just put in your brownie pan and now every brownie is an edge brownie, you know, and <laughs> and then uh, all the sharks will be like, well, uh, yeah, I don't have any uh, cooking experience or uh, any uh, any experience in restaurants. So I'm out. I can't really help you with this. And they're like, we, we don't need your help. Uh, you know, just give us some money. And they're like, nah, I'm, I'm out. I'm out, and, man. And then they eat the brownie. Yeah. And then, they, and then they say, brownies are really good. Thank you. And then they do their billionaire laugh. Then they break other. their necks laughing. Yeah. It's pretty nasty. Um, yeah, it's pretty nasty. Uh, daytime television or even, even prime time is just, it's pretty sick. Uh, what else was it? The um, you had uh, Shark Tank. You have Maury. Oh, uh, this is my guilty pleasure. It's uh, Naked and Afraid. Um, oh, wow. oh yeah, I remember oh, yeah, that. man. I, <laughs> I I just I can't get enough of basically uh, just people getting butt naked and in, in the <laughs> Amazon forest. Yeah, just trying to survive and being like, how could anyone live in these conditions? And then like. <laughs> One mile in the, any direction is like a tribe of people that have been surviving there for hundreds of years. Peacefully. <laughs> <laughs> it's like no one can live here. And then, yeah, there's like bliss uh, not that far away. So, um, yeah, yeah, man, Naked and Afraid. If you haven't checked it out, go ahead, check it out. Uh, it'll make you embarrassed for your uh, for your people, but it's a good it's watch. Imagine, uh, there's camera crews trailing them, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's They're there. When they're out there, they're just, you know, eating steaks <laughs> in there, <laughs> trying to, I guess, season some bark. Uh, make it through the night. And the, the, the camera crew can't talk to the, uh, you know, the naked and afraid people. So, like, if they ever talk into the camera and they're like, yo, but we really uh, haven't drank water in like four days. <laughs> just imagine that there's a guy with a camera just staring at him with like, one of, with like a backpack full of water and he's just constantly sipping it through his straw, you know, uh, man. Ooh, dang. But, but back to Sonic real quick. Uh, <laughs> I, there's nothing worse than moody, a mediocre movie. All right. Okay. You have to be good or you got to be really bad. Um, one other thing I didn't like. I hate when kids' movies think kids are stupid. Um, this movie did have potential, but they just dumbed it down, just like they did with Detective Pikachu. They're acting like the audience are just a bunch of uh, like two-year-olds. Mm. And I don't know who they think this movie's for, because Sonic was made, what, like 40 years ago? <laughs> you think kids Anyways. are playing Sonic now? Whoa. Uh, yeah. Wait a second, that's the 80s. That's, that's almost 40 years ago. That's crazy. Yeah, so... Oh. Kids, this isn't. I mean, and I know, I know, kids like that. You know, they got them out there flossing. You know, okay, nineteen ninety one. The boy out there, out there running around. But I don't know. I thought it was talking down to me, like when he's got the ring and he's trying to escape the cave, and he's like, "Oh, I can't use it here." And then he walked out, and I was like, "Why can't you use it there?" Um, <laughs> yeah. And do you have to say it out loud? Can you not? You can show, not tell. Um, I don't like it. I'm like, give me, give me nasty Sonic. And that's what I want. If Dora, the Dora movie that came out, Dora the Explorer movie that came out, mm-hmm. if she was to do that in the movie, that would make that a great movie, right? Because it would be 
like interactable scenes within the movie and the whole audience could just be like it's right there yeah i haven't i've watched the door i need to go back and watch that i hope yeah. she does she doesn't break the third wall fourth wall what is it yeah uh, your forehead bro <laughs> <laughs> come on now yeah the fourth wall mm-hmm. uh a nathan forehead <laughs> I went ahead and said it again because it didn't get laughs the first time. <laughs> no, I, I, I laughed, but then I coughed. I had to mute myself. So I'm sorry. No, it's, it's, it's okay. <laughs> one more thing. One more thing. I found it really funny at the beginning of the movie when they had the little Sega title card. And they're like, look, look at all of these properties we own. Aren't you excited to see these future movies? And I just yeah. laughed to think that they <laughs> think anyone cares about Sega products. Uh, what, are we going to see a Golden Axe movie or something? Do y'all know what Golden Axe is? I do not no. know what Golden Axe exactly. is. No. no one knows anything about Sega products, so I found <laughs> that little title sequence funny. Oh, man. I think Sonic is their, their one. Uh, yeah, flagship. Mm-hmm. Their flagship. Mortal Kombat? Is that Sega? That's not Sega. That's uh, another realm. Okay. No. Which is all under Warner Brothers. But uh, I actually, I thought the movie was decent. I would, would also give it a five and a half to six. Um, I think the, the main star of the movie was Jim Carrey. Uh, anytime he was on screen, uh, he he did give me to laugh a couple of times just because he's so over the top and he's he's perfect for that role. But I mean, do we I've never I'm not, you know, caught up in all the Sonic lore, but I don't know if Dr. Robotnik talks that much because, you know, in the games, of course, obviously he's not. But he just the way that he was so confident in his intelligence <laughs> and just beating down on his assistant and literally anybody about how, how dumb they were and how smart he was was, mm-hmm. was really funny. Yeah, uh, he did a good job, as expected, though, you know. Dude, he had some... There was one part where I was like, yo, this is a bar that he was spitting. And I wrote it down. He said... <laughs> I, what was his uh, assistant's name? Do y'all remember? Uh, Dr. Dr. Stone. Stone. Mm-hmm. Dr. Stone. He says, I was spitting out formulas when you were spitting up formula. Ooh. <laughs> I was like, yo, that was a bar. And then the kid, he said, he said, but I was breastfed. And then he goes up to him and he says, once you rub that in my orphan face. <laughs> it's good. That was yeah, such- every- <laughs> and you can tell when uh, they didn't have a script for him or when he was just improving. And they said, yeah. well, you're Jim Carrey. We're not going to say no. You do whatever you want to do. <laughs> or he said, uh, he said, don't worry. Just sit there and be you. Useless. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I I missed Jim Carrey. I didn't realize I missed Jim Carrey until I saw him. And something about Jim Carrey, he's never, like, he's never, you know how actors play themselves sometimes? Like Will Smith, he's always playing himself. Mm-hmm. Jim Carrey, he's never playing himself, but he's always playing himself, if that makes sense. No one, no one would do the things that Jim Carrey would do. Like the Grinch. It was almost like the Grinch was playing Dr. Robotnik in this movie also. Okay, okay. And the mask was also playing Dr. Robotnik. Like they're all the same. It's, I don't know how to but do that. Yeah, he he's a beast. He's yeah, he's so good. good. Only good part of the movie. Which is why I think they should have doubled down on that and just had more of his Sonic and Dr. Robotnik instead of this James Marston guy. I don't I don't like the fish out of water formula that they'd be using for things like this. I know it costs more money just to have the movie in Sonic's world, but they should have just did that. Hopefully that's what they do in a sequel. Sequel? What, in the Mushroom world? No, just Sonic's world in general. Any of them. I'm not up to date on Sonic lore. 
Yeah, hopefully this a... is the beginning of that Sonic Cinematic Universe where Dr. Robotnik's trying to get all the Chaos Stones in the <laughs> universe. So they got they got Sonic, they got Tails, they got all I I, I remember playing Shadow the Hedgehog. That was my game on PlayStation 2. Mm-hmm. How how many years until am I going to be watching Shadow the Hedgehog with my son? <laughs> yeah. Probably going to be a long time. I hope not. <laughs> Tyrone Ladarius Martin, me and him going to walk into the cool. theater. Every time I say my son Tyrone Ladarius Martin, someone laughs. <laughs> not really going to name my son Tyrone. He's uh, contractually obligated now. All the Tyrones in the world are just gone, <laughs> <man>. fuming. <laughs> but we can keep moving. I don't want to keep. I have other bad things to say about Sonic, but <laughs> everyone else seemed to like it. It wasn't. It could have been worse, like you were saying. But uh, oh, yeah. it's in the middle. Yeah. So I guess since you brought that up, all the it has like I think sitting at like sixty <laughs> something on Rotten Tomatoes, which is fresh. But all the wow. reviews are saying not as bad as I thought it was going to be. That's not oh, a yeah. good, that's not the sign of a good movie. <laughs> just because you went in with your expectations at zero, just because it didn't reach zero doesn't mean it's a good movie. That's a point. I think that's why everyone was happy with it. Because we all, all of us saw that, like the, the beast of the apocalypse with Sonic with his tiny eyes. <laughs> and we thought it was going to be terrible. And then, and it just so happened to come out on a week where there was nothing else kind of in the theaters. Yeah. It's like, what else am I going to see? Sonic? Or what, what am I going to see? I feel bad for the people that had to redesign Sonic, the video effects people. Mm-hmm. Um, their studio got shut down from all that oh. overtime and stuff. So oh, all this money that shows the movie's making is not going back towards the people who actually, you know, did the effects. That's sad. They made. They are the only reason why this movie is like doing anything. I think it was the same people that uh, worked on Lion King as well. Ooh, bro, eyes oh, have just man. screwed them. They messed up eyes in every... Man, poor people. Well, now wait a second. So they worked on the Lion King? So yeah. they kind of had this coming then. Oh! you right. You're right. But Justin, they just out there making... They're not writing the movie, all right? They just wanted to play with their 3D models. Yeah, some people are flying too close to the sun, all right? Man. I said, Badlands chugs, we need you. Oh, yeah. we need you. So, yeah, everybody mm-hmm. listening, um, while you're listening to this, please add Badlands chugs on you know your Facebook, Twitter, YouTube comments. Oh, wow, um, yeah, we're gonna harass this man until he agrees to come on the show, and then you know we'll have our civilized discussions, yeah. But if like you haven't already followed us on Twitter, make sure to go follow us on our Twitter account. We we, did we have a Twitter at, page. Yeah, we have a Twitter page now. You know, we we out there, and uh, we did at Badlands Chugs Booker, and uh, he did like the post. So we are we are fifteen percent there <laughs> on having him on the show, and you know, once we have him on the show, we're gonna have him spit bars. We're gonna have him chug. We're going to have him do everything that he does in his videos, except we're going to put the throat up to his to his his throat. Wait, we're going to put the I'm mic up wait. to his throat <laughs> and, uh, you know, we're going to get some Booker. We're going to get some Booker time. Yeah. Make sure to add him. Tell him to listen to the podcast. 
I'm, I, I'm really jealous because I'm looking at this video that he did with some, some girl named Caitlin Maldonado. And yeah. I'm watching it right now with no volume. I don't know what they're talking about. Probably about like throat diameter and stuff. But, <laughs> you know, we could, we could probably, we could do the same thing for you, Badlands. I know, I don't know who Caitlin Maldonado is or if she has a following, but the Knuckle Sandwich podcast has a following. Okay. Okay. You, you hear those three shout outs that we did? Maurice, <laughs> Terrence, and Cortland? That's mm-hmm. a following, bro. Yeah. That's three. A lot of people will be like, oh, you know, we, you don't got the thousands. Hey, 30 is better than nothing. Okay. That's right. 30 is better well, than nothing. Uh, so we're bragging ourselves a little bit right here just because you brought that up. Um, audience, I know you are literally the only reason this has happened, but we have over 700 plays uh, across all of our episodes, not including the YouTube views. All right. Not even including the YouTube views? I include the YouTube views. So this, uh, this project That's started, cool. you know, a <laughs> uh, two decade spanning project. It doesn't sound as good when I say that now. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> a relatively short startup. And, you know, uh, you're part of that. Uh, I would just ask you to, you know, continue rate, uh, give us those stars, and uh, harass Badlands Chugs until he comes on the show. Right? <laughs> <laughs> What if he starts talking bad about us on his side? <laughs> yeah. You know, all publicity is good publicity. Hey, that's uh, right. <laughs> uh, oh, we oh, okay. So we had a section for shout outs. Do we need do we need a section for disses? Because all publicity. <laughs> Who, who's our, our shout out? We had our three shout outs. Who are our disses? Um, hmm. uh, <laughs> I'd like to start out by dissing. Uh, <laughs> all right hey settle down yeah, yeah, settle yeah. down <laughs> we'll start off with uh wendy williams there you go wendy williams okay, yeah. yeah we, we did this wendy williams um not just my con- neck oh, oh okay hey <laughs> people outside of the uh <laughs> of the knuckle sandwich podcast bro <laughs> <laughs> so i'm not gonna it's your crow your pet crow <laughs> See, I intentionally left that out, bro. Yeah, we're Nathan thought that outside. crow's feet on your face meant that you actually had crows standing on your face. <laughs> this is the aerospace engineer, everyone. Well, I Just mean, think about that I next heard time it was you. Plane. <laughs> I so I don't know if they were laughing at what I said or if they were laughing at what you said. <laughs> they were, they were well, laughing I, at what I said. They yeah, were laughing at what I said. Thank claim, you. I didn't we don't even have to hear the results, but uh, just Ace still has a crow in his room, and I'm recycling that joke until <laughs> it doesn't work anymore. So until he proves otherwise. <laughs> Definitely the fourth episode that I've used the crow in the room. No, that's just one of those timeless jokes. It's like Nathan buying up all the Shack hot and ice cold packs. In <laughs> 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 <sighs> yeah, and that's all they're gonna hear. <laughs> this may be controversial, but I think we can. Uh, this podcast can firmly diss uh, Bill Cosby, right? Uh, ooh, great segue. Uh, yeah. Bill Cosby. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, guys, we got some timely news on Bill Cosby, and this this episode we will be dissing Bill <clears throat> Cosby. Uh, and if you don't like that, uh, well then. Here's the reason why we don't like you either. <laughs> um, so as you know, uh, Bill Cosby uh, is in jail for misconduct against women spanning 
over decades. <laughs> it's, a, it's a light term, but we'll roll with it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm saying I'm saying misconduct, but uh, yeah, uh, he did some nasty stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah, go ahead, Nathan. So a lot of people will say he was set up, right? And I think that that's true. Like he's a big figure and he's he's vulnerable to being set up and conspiracies, all that stuff. But it's it's another thing when you have like eyewitness accounts. So like let's say let's say Ace doesn't wash his hands after he <laughs> right? it'd be one thing if if his roommate freshman year said it and then all of us just hopped on the bandwagon. It'd be another thing if for decades every <laughs> roommate not- he ever had <laughs> yeah. you, in detail <laughs> times that he did not wash his hands, hands his hams <laughs> wash his hands after taking a dump. That is that is how Bill Cosby is. That's that's good, Nathan. That was yeah, I didn't was I didn't know where you're going with it, but that was yeah, that's good. <sighs> and we listened to this podcast, and obviously it was the podcast was made by like the victims, right? But right. just hearing their their accounts, they were so detailed. What's the name of that podcast? Uh, Chase and Cosby. It's an LA Times podcast. But yeah, like the the people are they're describing these encounters with Cosby with the detail of like, yeah, he didn't wash his hands and the poop that was smeared on his cufflinks was like, <laughs> light brown. Like they knew those details. They knew the day and the time. <laughs> they said it had a chunk of corn on it. Like details. Oh man. And, it's one thing if it's just one person, but it's another thing when it's 67 different women who don't even know each other and it's decades and they're over here like actually like lives have been changed. There's one lady who was like, yeah, I was a model. And then after that day, I was never intimate with anyone for the next 40 years. Jeez. It's actually really tragic. Um, so. <clears throat> Screw you, Bill Cosby. I you, you were my hero, but uh, hurts to say this, dude. Yeah, and this leads into the next point. Uh, you're like, why are we still talking about Bill Cosby? So, Gail King, if you don't know, Gail King did an interview with one of Wendy Williams' mother. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> okay, they uh, all got that face. Oh man. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're like, Gail King's been having a rough week, but you just made it <laughs> that much harder. Um, <laughs> so Gail King basically got canceled by the black community because she interviewed um, one of Kobe Bryant's uh, colleagues, friends, and you know she was basically somewhat grilling her on questions that, I don't know. You can have everyone has their viewpoint if it was just good journalism or if it was just bad timing. But she grilled, uh, you know, I forgot the lady's name uh, on questions relating to Kobe Bryant's misconduct towards uh, his rape allegation and that whole case Uh, of which we can say that uh, Kobe Bryant did apologize and whoever's decision it was to release it the way they did. Um, it kind of made it seem like she was just grilling her these, these questions of, of of rape, and so Snoop Dogg, 
Boosie badass came out and everybody came out, you know, saying all this stuff about, you know, Gail, like, why are you doing this to the black community and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, we're going to pull up on you, all this stuff. And, and so, <laughs> you know, her and Oprah have just kind of been in hiding because they don't know, like, they don't know. Right. Um, Oprah doesn't have to go into hiding as like the richest woman in the world. You have to like, it's not like she's hiding. It's like you have to travel miles into her gates to get to her house. You'll never run into Oprah on a plane because yeah. he, she, owns, <laughs> she owns the airways as she's going through the sky. Yeah. Um, you'll like the pilot will be like, oh, if you look to your right, you'll see Oprah's private jet. It'll be like, please move out of Oprah Winfrey's airspace. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, so all this stuff going on and out of nowhere, Bill Cosby at Snoop Dogg saying, yeah, Snoop, what the hell is wrong with Gail King out here doing this, misrepresenting the black community and putting black men down? You know, I was like, what? And it, it like brings up so many questions. Like, first of all, can you even be on Snoop Dogg's side if that means you're also on Bill Cosby's side? On this? <laughs> Other questions. Why does Bill, more, more important question, why does Bill Cosby have a phone in prison? Um, and so, and so it kind of like, it, it hit headlines for like a half a second, but then it kind of went away. Like no one's really talking about this anymore. And Bill Cosby probably still has a phone. Knuckle Sandwich Podcast talking about it. It also bought out the Cosby supporters that I, I didn't know existed. Like, I got some comments open right now. I'll just read a few. Um, this guy said, they can gel them all they want. And they can't change how we love them. It's <laughs> Bill Cosby's actions that change how we love him. Uh, I hope he lives to. See, <laughs> I hope he lives to see his release day. Um, Bro, he's eighty. Yeah, this man not gonna make it. I don't know. I mean, they could be feeling this man kale chips in jail. Oh, Ooh. you're right. They could be the fact that he has a phone. That Wendy Williams stuff. <laughs> you're gonna keep bringing her. You keep. You keep doing that. That Pharrell, <laughs> Pharrell Williams, Wendy Williams, they don't age, either of them. Coincidence? Coincidence? Gail King, about 120 years old. Wendy Williams does age, okay? I can see it on her face. She's 75. You can tell me she's 55 all you want to. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, no, Pharrell Williams does not age at all. What's under that hat? <laughs> um... But yeah, yeah. So the the fact that there are still not even people, there are people that deny that Bill Cosby even had yeah this type of relations with men. But there's, I think, what makes it worse is there are people that are just like, eh. But he did so much for the black community that it could kind of never <laughs> doesn't matter what he does that like it it'll never amount to what he did um, for black people. So pretty crazy that uh, Bill Cosby is still out here uh, messing with people like this. He's actually an internet troll at this point. Everyone had a jump scare when OJ Simpson got a Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) I got some catching up to do. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. Bill Cosby is constantly doing things. What was the headline that was just from like a day ago or like four days ago? No, let me see real quick. 
um, Bill Cosby thanks Snoop Dogg for calling for his freedom, but I don't think Snoop Dogg actually said that. I think they just got confused because Bill Cosby was supporting Snoop Dogg. It's not a month about uh, remorse, is it? Uh, I didn't read the whole thing. I only read the first whole paragraph and I stopped. I jumped to the comments to see who was supporting Bill Cosby. <laughs> oh, no. The one that I read earlier was from November 2019, but it says that he doesn't expect to express remorse after prison sentence. <laughs> um, Crazy. This, this, is, this is not a nice guy. Another Cosby <laughs> supporter said, uh, they can take everything but your spirit. Keep it up, Bill. That's <laughs> <laughs> exactly what got him into that situation. Exactly. <laughs> and he remains to be a comedian. Do what you love, Bill. No matter what people think of you. <laughs> Doesn't make sense. Someone please take away his phone. I think that's what our biggest <laughs> takeaway is. I was thinking, like, how he's 82 years old. How long did it take him to write those? <laughs> this man's legally blind. Can he even see the screen? Good point. But uh, talk to text. Talk to oh, text. Oh, yeah. And then talk he to hands text, it yeah. to uh, he hands it to his cellmate, Carlos, to finish it off. <laughs> That'd be nice, right? But you already know Bill Cosby doesn't have a cellmate. Right? <laughs> Probably in the break room with all the other prison guards, like, drinking coffee. Like, oh, can you finish this? Can you send this out for me? You think he does stand up in the, in the prison? Yeah. That's what I'm, I have a video open right now from a YouTube from, like, uh, from May last year. No. And, uh, <laughs> they have some footage of him doing stand up? No, 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 no. Some of the inmates will let out. Um, and they're telling what it's like to have Bill Cosby in there. And they say, yeah, this man's cracking jokes all day long. Um, <laughs> Crazy. Oh my God. I imagine he's not even like the, the family friendly jokes either. And now he's like, now that I'm oh, in prison, man, I can he say go, it. He's, he's going in there uh, <laughs> raw. Um, like, I didn't want to use the term raw, but that's what came out of my mouth. Yeah, it's very familiar to Bill Cosby. <laughs> Now, what about Cardi B? Are we going to throw her in prison? Oh, uh -oh. man. Oh, yeah. Uh-oh. Cardi B. Except she actually said she admitted it. Bill Cosby is still denying it. She, uh, she will wait, and she will drug these people and rob them. All right? Like, blind. Like, you wake up, <laughs> you wake up, and it would be like the Grinch had walked through your <laughs> <laughs> Stole your Christmas. Stolen even the rat's cheese, you know, like. <laughs> and like it hit meme culture, pop culture for a minute. And then like people stopped talking about it. Like, yeah, well, you know, she a bad bitch because she admitted it, you know, like respect. respect. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then, yeah, that's it. Imagine the last thing you hear is Cardi B going. Ah, black. <laughs> You wake up to an empty apartment. <laughs> the bed you were sleeping on is gone. Ah, <laughs> uh, pull it up. <laughs> like fast Dominican Spanish. Oh no! Like I already know she like was she was out there taking dumb stuff too. Like your forks, <laughs> your knives. <laughs> like man, we you need some forks? Yeah, come through. Yeah, he's just sleeping. <laughs> But they only <laughs> stole the forks. They left the knives. That was like a yard sale. <laughs> yeah, <no. laughs> What's crazy is that if you're a guy, 
that like goes to strip clubs and you like a gangster, right? And you a thug and you like hang out with strippers all day and you got that clout. You can't you can't pull up into like a courtroom and be like, yeah, um <laughs> Cardi B uh said she wanna hang out with me and uh I woke up the next day and she had taken all my Air Force One and my <laughs> I saw him on my friend Billy the next week, but he didn't give her back. <laughs> like, like you can't, you can't do that. So, uh, she got away with it because no one's ever gonna say anything. Yeah, no one's gonna ever no one's gonna say that, especially the men. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, so, yeah, you you know, someone someone knocked on the door. Ah, he'll be back. That was the crow. <laughs> oh, oh, that's crazy! Cause they are known to do that. Just knock on <clears> doors, <throat> come in, <laughs> ask you if you want some leftover food. <laughs> All right, I heard that. All right, you thought I was gone? Oh, I, I didn't hear that or something. Crackers out here in the backyard. If you speaking of, uh, so it's Black History Month, and uh, we've been watching this. Hey, go ahead and cut that. <laughs> 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 Oh boy! So it's Black History. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man! All right, so we've been watching uh, for Black History Month. My brother Maurice, shout out to you for the third time this episode. He recommended this show. They've got to have us. That's on Netflix. Uh, I just watched episode one today, and it did not disappoint. It's a. It's kind of like a documentary of all the famous. Not all the, yeah, all the famous like black pioneers in film. So you have uh, people like Harry Belafonte. You have uh, I'm really bad with names. Who else were there? Uh, Cindy Poitier. Yeah, Poitier. Yeah, People who worked with Spike John Singleton. Um, the the guy who plays uh, War Machine and Iron Man. He's yeah, yeah. Don Cheadle. John Boyega from Star Wars. Uh, but yeah, it was really cool. We, uh, we're only on episode one. But I think one thing that I learned was entertainment. The beginning of entertainment in America was just people doing blackface. in um, like minstrel minstrel shows. Yeah, minstrel shows and stuff. And so any black entertainer who wanted to be anything, they had to take certain types of roles in those days and it wasn't till so gone with the wind the uh the lady in there i forgot her name her name is hattie i want to say mcdonald hattie mcdaniel hattie mcdaniel she was uh even though she played like a sharecropper and like a house servant um she was still like doing things that other black um actresses and actors weren't getting to do she was able like there's this clip of her going uh accepting an award for gone with the wind and she's the only black person in the whole like auditorium yeah the whole auditorium accepting this award and you just think about how huge that is um then you get people like harry belafonte who was able to have he was able to be like a romantic uh character for a white woman and back then apparently they had a rule there was no like it was not allowed for a 
black and a white to have any romance on screen. Like mm. it was written down. Someone wrote down. You cannot like they can't kiss. They can't even hint at it. And uh, it's kind of cool to see. They showed clips of like him in this role where he had to do like subtle things to kind of like put the Mac down on these white women. But it was, uh, I don't know. It was, it was a really cool, I'm going I'm to keep watching it because it really makes you grateful for people like Jordan Peele, for people like, even though I'm not a fan of Finn and the new Star Wars, uh, it makes you grateful for people like Finn, <clears throat> John Boyega. Uh, I think, the, uh, sorry to interject, but um, I think it was really like, they talked about how like, it's how these people were directed when they were doing the stereotypical uh like black acting like they would like act like you know like how white people were kind of expected black people to be at the time yeah i think that's the same with like finn and star wars like his as an actor he's a very good actor um i think it was detroit where he's he's the cop right where he's the janitor yeah 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 and he does really well and like if you see him in interviews like he seems like you know very genuine he's you know he's been in the art for like since he was a kid, so like obviously very accomplished actor. But I think it's just like the direction he was given, and then like the the writing and at least Star Wars is like they're not really they stop fleshing his character out in uh, Episode Seven. Like he, I don't think he really develops uh, after yeah. you know half an hour into <laughs> Episode Seven. Yeah, good point. But uh, yeah, that, I guess I shouldn't. I think what's significant with him is that he was in Star Wars um, and he was a, he's a lead in Star Wars, like a classic film Yeah. where back in the day he wouldn't, he wouldn't be able to, I guess we'll know because they had a uh, Lando, but still like Lando wasn't a huge part of the story. No, yeah. um, but yeah, there's just like, even they're talking about Spike Lee and his, his, effect on like black filmmaking you think about if spike lee never took those risks on camera um of making school days oh my goodness if you've never seen school days it's a must watch especially if you went to an hbcu um because hmm. he talks about just issues in the black community like uh light skin versus dark skin that whole beef or um just having good hair, bad hair, how you do your hair, how kind of we separate each other um, just through stupid things like our skin color, even though I, I definitely make fun of uh, Justin for you know, <laughs> peanut complexion. But it's not malicious. It's, you know, it's all love. <laughs> Everyone loves peanuts, except for people with uh, peanut allergies. All right. Uh, yeah, I could talk forever about this, but just a little short Black History segment. Do you have anything else stuck out to you, Justin? Um, just kind of like the, I guess just like the demeanor that like the some of the earlier uh, Black actors had, like Sidney Poitier, yeah. uh, Harry Belafonte. Like I know I don't want to say like oh they're so composed. It's like I don't want to say like oh I don't expect a Black actor to be composed, but they just had like. I don't know, just like a command of the room they were in. Like yeah. they knew like wherever they were going that they were, even though they were essentially second-class citizens at the time, like they knew that they were incredible actors. And like mm -hmm. just their, like the way that they, like you're saying, like carried themselves like on the screen, even in like 
compared to today's stuff, like it's still, it's still different. It sets itself up. It sets itself apart from like just how they were, you know, moving on the screen, how they presented themselves on the screen. Um, yeah. Like it made me like some of the movies, I forget the one where it's uh, Harry Belafonte and the, the producer's wife or whatever. I mean, I want to go see that movie because like, you can see just like the, the chemistry they had, the way that they were doing whatever on the screen. Um, these were, you know, really good uh, actors and whatnot. Yeah. It's, it kind of reminded me of just the whole story of it's, I feel like we forget. Like the whole story of even the Tuskegee Airmen, like, oh, let's see if these black folks can fly planes. Like, yeah, they can fly planes just as good as anyone else. And it was like, oh, let's see if these black folks can act and lead roles and be a romantic lead or do anything that any other actor could do. And I just love how, because Sidney Poitier, I've always grown up, my dad is a huge Sidney Poitier fan. I guess that was his generation. But um, I love that they had that cartoon where they show like Sidney Poitier and Henry, Harry Belafonte like walking and it's like these two black men in suits. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, they were portraying a type of black man that we had never seen. And then the, the cartoon switches and it's like the uh, stereotypical one. Yeah, the stereotypical with the big lips and the black face and the mm-hmm. anyone who's seen like the story of OJ from Jay-Z, like that type of music video. Um, and so like, I don't know if we forget that there was blackface, there was uh, step and fetch it roles, there was Yeza Master uh, roles that people had to fight to uh, overcome and say, no, I'm not taking that role. No, I'm going to talk straight in my role i'm going to be educated i'm going to stand up for myself and uh yeah i mean honestly if it wasn't for them who knows if we'd be doing this podcast we probably still would it might be a different type of podcast (laughs) if it wasn't for those guys yeah the true uh people like paved the way um and like media and uh entertainment so if you get a if you get a chance, anyone who's listening, watch. Uh, they've got to have super. I'm on. I just started episode two where they're talking about Spike Lee. Spike Lee is just a beast. They've got to have us. Just uh, I guess a short thing, not even about really Spike Lee, but just about kind of like the atmosphere they were talking about, like, um, <clears throat> I guess Hollywood at the time, but just like L.A. and New York and well as well. Like it just would have been cool to be like around, like the cities, like when that stuff was going on, like. The way they talk about Spike Lee, it's like you could have just like seen him like on the subway in Brooklyn, just like chilling mm-hmm. and like just being around that kind of, uh, you know, just like I'm reading uh, the autobiography of Malcolm X. Like he's just talking about like Harlem, like you can just go to like all these different clubs or whatever. And then like, hey, there's Duke Ellington. He's just having a drink at the bar. Yeah. Like all these other like big bands are just like being regular people in Harlem. I thought that was really cool. I got that kind of sense from uh, this documentary a little bit, too. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. And then, yeah, Spike Lee and with Samuel L. Jackson, they were just Morehouse students. Yeah. Be like, yeah, meet me up in Harlem. Making a movie. And, like, we have people at our colleges who are just as talented. It's crazy to think when, when I think about how young Spike Lee was when he was making all these movies. 
um, that was super inspiring because he was like our age calling up people in LA saying, Hey, yeah, fly out to New York. I'm making this movie called School Days. Hey, I want to make this movie called Malcolm X. Yeah. And we're going to do it the right way. We're going to put, we're going to make it, it's not going to be just like a bunch of blabbering. It's going to have, um, <clears throat> I forgot the word that they used, but the, like the dance performances and the choreography that he would put into his, his movies. It was like they were a musical almost. Yeah. They said he had like a, a secret love for like classic musicals. And then yeah. he brought that to his movies. Yeah. So shout out to Spike Lee. Shout out to John Singleton. Dude, Jordan Peele, he's the guy right now. Um, who would have ever thought that there would be a, you know, a warden horror movie directed by a black man, written by a black man. We're really making Moonlight. They talked about that a lot. Black Thirty, one of the highest grossing movies of all time. Yeah. We really owe it all to the pioneers. Another Spike Lee movie. I don't hear people talking about that much. At least no one I know has seen it. Uh, Black Klansman. Any of y'all watch it? Oh, oh, yeah. And that's where he got the. Yeah. Uh, that's where he finally got his award. Yeah, yeah, finally. Have y'all seen that, though? I have not seen it. Yeah, I recommend That was a good movie. Yeah. Uh, John David William. William? What's his name? Shoot. I know Adam Driver. It was it. like John Washington or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. John David Washington. Okay, yeah. John David Washington and, uh, you know, Adam Driver. Yeah, I'm going to have to get in there. So I'm going to have to see Black Klansmen. And have to watch all the old Spike Lee movies, all the whole old Harry Belafonte movies. Yeah. Daniel Cormier. Not Daniel Cormier. Sidney Portier. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I've been drinking enough water. That's why I'm getting these words. Dehydrated. Someone needs to tell Ace to stop breathing, taking all the moisture from the air. <laughs> I'm in space. <laughs> Ace breathes and all the air leaves the room, and then you're you feel like you're in Clone Wars episode <laughs> one, season seven. <laughs> Speaking of Clone Wars, what it was season seven? Yeah, so uh, season seven just came out for the, the Clone Wars this past Friday. Um, you know, we're finally getting the how uh, the series I guess was supposed to end because I know they could just kind of cancel it abruptly. Uh, way back when, like 2013, maybe. 2012 even. Um, Clone Wars, if you haven't seen it, very good show. Uh, Some of the best. There's some really good storylines for what is, you know, pitched as a uh, kid's show. Um, Even as like an adult, these are some pretty compelling stories and deals with some pretty heavy-handed subjects at times. Uh, Thoroughly recommend it. Um, Yeah, I know Ace saw the new episode. Uh, What do you think about it, Ace? I think it's more important to start at the last episode of season six where I was very, I wouldn't say disappointed with the way the show ended. It, it was canceled, right? Because I, I just now started watching the show. I just caught up. But was it, it was canceled before, like back in 2014, right? Yeah, it was canceled. Yeah, just the way that season ended, even if, even with knowing that it was canceled, I was, I was like, I was like, eh, because before season six, I mean, Almost every episode was compelling and interesting and 
uh, you kind of just wanted to keep watching to see what would happen. And that's in my adult stage. Even um, the Jar Jar episodes? Even the Jar Jar episodes, yeah, right? Where Jar Jar Binks is clearly a klutz and uh, really gets people killed. Um, not not bad people. Where Jar Jar Binks gets good people killed. Not clones, just random people. Uh, and like everyone just looks at him and says, oh, Jar Jar. Hey. Like even when he does stuff like that. <laughs> clones are people too. <laughs> hey. Yeah, they but talk yes. about that one in the uh, the Umbra arc or Umbara arc. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, this this episode was it was pretty good. Um, it's just more of them trying to be like, "Hey, something's up." Oh wait, uh, a little spoiler, right? We, we gonna say the spoiler? You know, spoiler. Yeah, you know, might as well say a little spoiler. So uh, yeah, basically, it was just a whole bunch of them still trying to figure out like something's up. I think what always gets me, what why I always want to keep watching is because I part of me thinks that somehow they're gonna figure it out. Wait, 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 wait go back. Uh, who's who's thinking something's up? Uh, let's see. We have Rex up in okay, here. The clones. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is mainly it's a clone, clone episode. Yeah, this okay. is definitely a clone episode. Um, and you know, it's just more of them figuring out that there's something up. I think at the end of the episode, they do confirm that uh, Echo is somehow still. Uh, it could just be his brain on a table with wires in it, but I mean, it sounds like he's still alive. It sounds like he's uh, in that trance. Also, the cool things we see, <laughs> we see like a Suicide Squad version of clones, which was kind of crazy. Yeah, Basically, the, the, the Bad Batch. <laughs> the Bad Batch, a whole bunch of clones that are, uh, how, how do they put it? What did they say they were? Uh, like allowed some sort of like, not really mutations. Uh, but like imperfections. Yeah, yeah, they um, had like good imperfections. <laughs> they are just ugly under their mask. <laughs> uh, one was one. One was very ugly. Uh, there, there was like a brute type, you know. Uh, and then there, there was one that had like a headband with like wavy hair, which was like really crazy. I guess I don't, I don't know what his imperfection was. Oh, <laughs> that was right there. His hair, the tracker. Hunter. Yeah, 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 yeah. He could, he could like map, map a planet. Just by using its uh, electromagnetic field, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which doesn't make any sense. What type of if that? How can that be an imperfection? If you figured out you can do that to a clone, why not give all the clones the capability to do that? Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. Yeah, I, I can't. Some of it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, but uh, definitely Clone Wars uh, as a whole, uh, like seasons one through one through five, I, I actually couldn't stop watching. I look really stupid every time they would give a recap at the beginning of the next episode because <laughs> yeah. I had watched fifteen episodes in one day. Yeah, it's just that guy's voice though. I gotta stay in there. Yeah, <laughs> help. Because when do you start, Asian? Watching the show? Yeah. Honestly, twenty-five episodes. Honestly, you're not gonna like this, but I started it probably just a month ago, maybe a month and a half. <laughs> watching the show, it was definitely in 2020. So, yeah, it's a lot. And then we got Nathan out here not catching up on Bojack. Yeah, no, right. Dude, I'm trying. Nathan, I watched I half an episode the other day. Right, <laughs> come on now. 20 minute episode. Right. <laughs> like 70, there's 70 episodes that you can easily knock out one, one or two a day done in a month. So I'm trying, dude. I'm trying. Could finally listen to the Bojack special. Uh, I mean, the Nathan roast. Nobody, oh, you yeah. You never know the jokes he made about you because you won't listen. You won't finish the show. I, first, uh, 
first five minutes of it until <laughs> you got into the spoilers. But I was surprised to hear that apparently BoJack isn't a comedy the, the whole time. It's a, it's like a drama or something. Call it a tragedy. So uh, just go ahead and finish the show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In that episode, if you haven't already watched it, make sure you go watch BoJack. Uh, we talk about how Nathan has never taken a shower in his life, but yet he has more <laughs> bathrooms than bedrooms in his, his house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have the same architect. In bathrooms, you have toilets, but no showers. You only have cold water faucets. No hot Nathan turns on his shower to wash his hands. He has no uh, you pee in the sink. <laughs> Stop. It's good deflection. I like that. <laughs> what else are we talking about? They came out with this new show called uh, uh, It's Two Doctors and something's like My Big Feet Problem. Nathan is. Nathan is. <laughs> Nathan's case is so bad that he takes up episode one, two, and three of that. <laughs> we'll check it out. Thanks, bro. Actually, I'm gonna scratch it. I'm gonna say instead of elephant, feet, say monkey man. You have monkey feet. <laughs> you got monkey feet, Nathan. All right. All right, dude. All right, bro. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go splice that in into the front part. I just gotta say it. <laughs> You're used to splicing things into the front part, like a hairline, right? That's how you do every morning before work. Have a hairline, yeah. I have a hairline every. Sp- splice that, you? uh, splice that black squirrel under your head, for your hair. What was that inhale just now? Was that an inhale or an exhale? Who you? Or was that a bird? Yeah. As a bird taking off. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so I, I do want to, uh, you know, because Knuckle Sandwich Podcast, we're a dynamic. It's a dynamic thing we do. We got the comedy. We got the skits. We put you on with the news. We got the, the podcast info. We talking about movies, TV. We're talking about history, documentaries. Now we're going to add another element. Uh, porn. Okay. <laughs> Is that where you want? Uh, Is that a segue to Project Melody? Take it away, Xavier. Okay. All right. Wait. All right. I don't know. I thought that's where Nathan was going. No. Um, but yeah, I'm your first reporter. I'm here to report on uh, something called Project Melody. Um, and it's a new a new cam girl in the game. Uh, she's only been streaming for like two weeks now, yet she has the most views on all the cam sites. Um, and the gimmick with her is, uh, the gimmick with her is that um, she's not actually showing her body. Project Melody, she's it's a 3D model. It's a 3D girl, it's not a real person. But all there is is just the, a voice behind it and the woman wearing a VR suit or something. And uh, she's stealing all the views on <laughs> what is this? Chatterbait? Chatterbait, Pornhub, all, this, all that stuff. She's taking them all away. And this is the beginning of a new age, basically. That's what I'm trying to get out of here. Because um, she can do anything. She can be a cam. She could be. She could change her model to anything. She can make her boobs bigger on the dime. She can. She can just take them off. She could change outfits in an instant. 
And she could do all this without having to show her face. So she could still walk in public without people harassing her. So I think it's the... I'm not going to lie. I did this for the podcast, right? I jumped into those streams to make sure everything's on up and up. <laughs> um, and when I jumped in, she wasn't even naked yet. And someone donated her $500. And um, I was confused because I'm like, I don't see no biddies out. So we should give them money. <laughs> I'm I'm confused on what kind of technology or does is this like a hologram? What is so VR? So it looks like it's some type of VR program. She wears the VR suit, and then I don't know how she's doing it actually, but whatever program she's using, um, it copies her movements and it's just the model that she's made or whatever team's behind her. And this is the beginning, a stream she did just I think over the weekend with her Patreons. Um, she did a stream where they can join, they can come into the same virtual reality room with her if they have a VR headset. And she was doing, I guess, a private dance. I couldn't see it, unfortunately, because I'm out of Patreon. I'm that deep. Um, <laughs> but apparently she had a lot of people in there, and they got nasty. So, like, it's just, it's just, I think it's crazy that she's about to change the game. The real cam girls, they're upset because she's taking all the views away. And all their money, and then they're all gonna get these VR cyborg suits and start <laughs> being v- VR cyborg. What? Yeah, yeah. If they can get the the program to just read off lines, people reading things in chat and stuff like that, right? She would just have to set it up and go go lay down, go sleep. Yeah. Uh, like this is actually how it starts. This high tech and a lot of brain power is just going into going into. <laughs> The porn. Yeah, that's how that's how we get all our inventions, right? War and porn, right? Hey, yes. I'm trying to figure like like why haven't I seen this technology in in movies or? You know, like, <laughs> like well, why? Well, it's, it's the same concept like the man who does the motion cap for King Kong, but instead of okay. King Kong, it's a an anime big titty girl. <laughs> so the. <laughs> So King Kong or the the guy who did uh, like Avatar, or, yes, yeah, uh, yeah, Planet yeah, of yeah. the Apes, it's that type of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, not, not advanced at that. The gra- it doesn't the graphics doesn't look as well as like you know obviously a Hollywood movie. But I, I'm assuming the more that. money she gets, the better the models can get. She's doing this in her home. You know, it's it's commercial now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm assuming it's VR chat. I'm not up to date on all the VR stuff. But once I get the Oculus Rift, I'll. I'll, I'll <laughs> sacrifice myself. I'll throw my my body on the line, all right? <laughs> yeah. So I can look This is the exact premise of uh, Ready Player One. <laughs> movie came out like two years ago. Oh wow! Uh, yeah. yeah, you put put on your VR goggles and you're just you're actually in a whole nother world. So uh, Ooh, crazy. Okay, okay. That's actually happening right mm-hmm. now. Yeah, because no other what other cam girl can you you know give them five hundred dollars and then she'll like yeah you can come you can come touch my chest now. But with this girl, you can VR. Basically, isn't that what <laughs> put them all out of business? What are you gonna say, Nathan? I was gonna say, isn't that how strip clubs work? You can't touch nobody in no strip club. You can't. I thought they did. I don't know. This no, is, no, this no, is no, Nathan no. out here trying to. <laughs> Wait, you you can't touch nobody in the strip club. <laughs> 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 we have actual footage of Nathan in a strip club yesterday. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. Oh. 
Go ahead, go ahead and deny you see that, that silence. You see that silence? Go, yeah. Go ahead and deny it because now, now our audience will actually believe it. Nathan yeah. did not go to a strip club. I don't think I have to deny it for people to. Anyone who knows me in real life, they're going to be like, Nathan wasn't in no strip. Club. Right, I'm going to change that now. Now that she's, I'm going to challenge that. I call you. Uh, Nathan did actually go to a strip club yesterday. <laughs> and, uh, if you saw a Snapchat, you'd be like, wow. So Nathan's been off of Snapchat for the last. The food. You can't say you went to a strip club for the food. For the food. Dude, actually, <laughs> actually, this was this was pretty radical for me because yesterday was the uh, Wilder versus Fury fight. And I really wanted to watch it. Um, <laughs> had I no really other choice to but it. to. <laughs> <laughs> and there was no like there's no none of these sports bars play it in town except for Hooters, Twin Peaks, and Buffalo Wild Wings. And so because eighty percent of Huntsville is married, they go to Buffalo Wild Wings. They don't go to Hooters or Twin Peaks. So I just kept I kept driving past Twin Peaks and Hooters and I'd see I'd see the fight playing on the TVs and like just empty seats in those restaurants. <laughs> I was just like, oh, I really just want to go and watch the freaking fight, but I can't because it's Twin Peaks and Hooters. Now you go with Hooters, watch it. It's fine. They got good food there. I lied. No, they don't. I <laughs> made the mistake of ordering crab legs from there once. <laughs> that sounds so nasty. Yeah, it was, it was nasty. It was nasty. It so nasty. I feel like I'd go in there and just be mean. Like, leave me alone. I'm just here for the fight. Are you sure? Yes. Leave me alone. Just here for the fight. Would you like Nathan, a refill? Yes, yes, yes. Just leave me alone. Nathan would be the first guy to show up and be like, uh, uh, is there a guy around that I can? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. He's like, yeah, uh, I'd like to speak to a man, please. <laughs> uh, could, could you wear some? Could, so if, I, like, brought a, if I brought a blanket from my car, could you like put it on? Hey, uh, but I'd be in there live. I'd be in there watching that fight. I'll tip you extra if you wear a blanket. <laughs> I'm also vegetarian. So do you have any vegetarian options? And can you sit me next to a TV? That's me. That's me, babies. Babies. Hey, what is y'all's favorite podcast outside of the Knuckle Sandwich podcast? Ooh. Uh, I got mine. Um, I'll go first because mine are not as interesting at all. <laughs> uh, let's see. NPR runs uh, Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me every weekend. And, uh, you know, they put that into podcast form. And that's uh, just a nice listen. Get you, get you some good news recap on the week. Um, I won't tell my parents this, but I listen to NPR a lot. And it's only because they listen to it. They force and, it down your throat. Yeah, they, they pretty <laughs> much forced it down my throat as a kid. And now I need constant talking in the car when I'm going someplace. <laughs> so it's, it's, either, it's either that or uh, 99.9 The Fan, which is ESPN's uh, radio in this area. And um, so, yeah, I actually kind of have to have that going on. Uh, but that wait, wait, don't tell me is followed by this podcast called Performance Today, and they do this thing where everyone should check it out. It's pretty cool, actually. They they have like this pianist who plays um, the piano, <laughs> and 
he mixes the composer style of a musician with a popular modern day song. So like he'll play uh, Amazing Grace in the style of Bach and they'll have a caller call in and try to uh, guess the composer and guess the song that he's trying to to uh, to do. So that's that's really cool. Yeah, yeah, it's it's like really good. And like it's just like really good to help your brain separate sounds and all that stuff. But I think it's pretty crazy. Like how can like you hear Amazing Grace, but then in the style of like Bach or Beethoven, it's like completely different, but he makes it sound really good. Okay. There we go. Hey, everyone's going to be like, dang, I didn't know Ace was that deep. Yeah, yeah. Like like Nathan in some boots, you know? <laughs> I'd like to wear those boots that go all the way up the thigh, don't you? <laughs> deep in those boots, boy. Deep in those boots. I'm sorry. Uh, no, that's good. Uh, this is a side of me I don't really like to, to share with people. Um, oh, no. But if you, and that's not that bad. If you are interested in, uh, let's say, current events and maybe a little bit of politics, I highly recommend uh, Chapo Trap House. Uh, I will not tell you. Again. Wait, what'd you say? <laughs> Chapo Trap House. It's not what you think it is. Um, actually, it just might be what you think it is. But give it a listen. Um, if you enjoy humor, I definitely recommend you listen to the show. Uh, but that's, that's really what I'm to tell you about that show. Um, yeah, I, I showed it to Nathan. Uh, I, I sent it to Nathan, this is a few months ago, because uh, we were talking about a certain topic. And uh, I know now he's not listening to the show. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, take that as you will. Uh, but yeah, just you know, give, it a, give it like a five minutes to listen. It's still on my list. I just, you know, you don't. <laughs> you gotta lie to us, Nathan. Right? It's okay. Uh, it's okay. It's it's not for everybody. I'll listen to an episode. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Um, the other show, uh, I think it's Brilliant Idiots, the Charlemagne the God show. Oh, like that's yeah. uh, him and is it Schultz? Andrew Schultz. Schultz. Hmm? Is that sway in the morning? <sighs> no. No ace. Yeah. Is it, is it sway in the morning. Wake your black ass up. Sway in the morning. <laughs> you already know that's Cedric the Entertainer doing sway in the morning. You you want it again? It's sway in the morning. Wake your black ass up. Yeah. I know right. people just heard me say that, but I'm gonna do it again. It's sway in the morning. <laughs> sway four or five. Wake your fuck ass up. Beep beep beep. So this is not that. <laughs> <laughs> but if you if you want just like a, a mainly humor podcast, uh, brilliant, yeah, brilliant idiots. But again, highly encourage you chop a trap house. You'll thank me later, or yeah. you won't take a recommendation from me ever again. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good podcast though. It's good. <laughs> I don't. I don't hate it. He probably thinks that I hate it. I don't hate it. It's, it's an acquired taste. It is an acquired taste. Justin has a lot of acquired taste. We, he just told us that he watched Maury for like a whole semester. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. I, I never knew that about you, Justin. I don't think a lot about you from this podcast. And then, oh, wait a second. Who's that YouTuber we used to watch during election season? And he would splice out all the... Uh, Vic Berger? <gasps> oh, Vic, Vic Berger? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. He's watching him again because he was so good. I think he slowed down a little bit because he got hit with like I think a lot of copyright strike. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah. Oh, he did. Dang it. 
Like most of his old stuff, I think, is gone. He did the exorcism thing, right? Yeah. Was he the exorcist guy? Yeah, he's going home with the book. (laughs) The priest slapped that man (laughs) so hard (laughs) that the air went out of his lungs. (laughs) You know that video? That video got taken down. (gasps) It's not not there. There's there's some other ones, but that one got got striked and it's gone. It's gone. Yo, he's the one who did the uh, Bill Cosby or Bill. Steve Harvey doesn't want to uh D- doesn't want to host uh, Family Feud no more. Yeah. 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 That's <laughs> such a good one. Oh. Why did they copyright the one with the with the Bible and the exorcist? Yeah. Yeah. There there's another one out there, but it's not the same. <sighs> wow. That's too bad. Oh. I wish you didn't tell me that, Asian. Yeah. I know. So I was never going to look it up again, but just spent, the idea that yeah. I can't look it up again. Yeah, I I I did spend an hour. But we're gonna get Vic Burger on a podcast. Uh Xavier? No, my favorite podcast. I can't recommend anyone. I don't think y'all would like it unless you know who these people are. It's the official podcast. These people talking. They got guests on them sometimes and they're all, you know, big internet people like uh PewDiePie and whatnot. Uh which one would I think y'all would like? I listen to one called uh Black Stage. Not backstage, black stage. And it's about a Two Ooh. comedians is living in LA, you know. He's talking, telling jokes. I just, uh, I just looked it up and I see they have one with iDubs, so yeah, they got me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a little bit chill. That's it. I listen to a lot. Yeah, so they're part of a Wise Crack YouTube channel. Uh-huh. I listen to basically all their podcasts. Um, got Fun House, uh, Film House. I tried Office Ladies with the people from the Office. Pam and really like Angela. It. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a tough one to get through, but you, you are finding interesting <laughs> stuff about the episode. But yeah, I'm not gonna lie, it's a. If you watch mm. it, like if you listen to it while you're working, it's not that bad. But I don't know how y'all listen to your podcast. Are y'all listen in the car or what? Yeah, it's my uh, to and from work. Okay. Yeah, my my commute to work's only five minutes, so I really listen to podcasts at my desk, or I have to go see Jasmine. I guess I'll uh, I'll finish this out with the podcast. Um, <clears throat> I, I'm like polar. It's either one or the other for me. So I'm either listening to sermons in my pod on my podcast, or I'm listening to like, comedy. So I love. There's a there's a podcast called Bridgetown Church that every week I'm like addicted, and then I listen to Elevation Church and Church Home. With Judah Smith, those are just mm. all really good. And then I also <laughs> my guilty pleasures. Okay, my guiltiest pleasure is uh, Congratulations podcast with Chris D'Elia. <laughs> I'm addicted to that. And uh, and then the Steve Harvey Morning Show is also my my guilty pleasure. <laughs> it's not sway in the morning, but Steve Harvey Morning Show. That's how I get my news. <laughs> don't, don't say that. Please. You can cut that out, Asian. <laughs> What's wrong with Steve Harvey? Ain't nothing wrong with Steve Harvey now. Ain't nothing wrong with Steve Harvey. Ain't nothing wrong with Steve Harvey now. Black radio host prank calling black people. I don't know why <laughs> I like that so much. 
<laughs> this is the Roy Wood Jr. Morning Radio Show. I'm glad you guys enjoyed that. And they'll be like cussing at the person under their breath. They'll like go to the break room and start. Don't you ever talk about my family like that. I'll come over. I'll kill you. Over to your house. I'll beat the crap out of you. You talking all that crap about me. Going to say that my kid has uh, an F in school and my kid been dealing yeah. drugs in school. Yeah, right. <laughs> A little timid like that. But it just keeps going. <laughs> so funny. And they always make the person they just prank call say they like the show. They say, hey, what's your favorite show? The baddest radio show in the land. <laughs> the Steve it's- Harvey morning show. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because he'll say, he'll say, oh, this is nephew Tommy. And people will be like, what? Like, nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey morning show. They'll be like, oh, Steve Harvey. Oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Steve Harvey morning show is like the, the pinnacle. That's, That's very true. We're going to be there one day. Uh, for those Atlanta heads out there, don't don't forget about the uh, the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. Ricky Smiley, <laughs> Tuskegee, Tom Joyner. Even though he's retiring, I think Ricky Smiley was taking over that slot. Okay, Ricky took it over. Yep, Skeege. We're next. <laughs> I know he just wants people to stop asking for him for money. He's like, yo, I'm not the only <laughs> person that graduated from Tuskegee. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Like, stop trying to donate buildings to me, all right? <laughs> every time, every time someone's AC doesn't work, they like think about. It. Like, Man, Tom Joyner's a millionaire, and my AC don't work. Man, how you going? <laughs> oh man! Hey, this has been the Knuckle Sandwich Podcast. Thank you for tuning in for another episode. We'll be back out again next week. Until then. Let's get it, Hello. Hello. Hi, I'm um, trying to reach a Mr. Cotton. This Mr. Cotton. Okay, can can you turn your radio or TV down? I can't really hear you. Oh yes, sir. Um, my name is Mr. Lanson. I'm actually the new principal here at um middle school. And what's the name again? Uh, Mr. Lanson. Mr. Lanson. Okay. Your your son, he attends middle school here. Am I correct? Yes, sir. Okay, good. Listen, um, I'm the new principal here. We've um, just replaced the last principal, and I'm actually calling around. What I've done is when I, before I got here, I asked for a list of students that were, you know, I'm not going to say problem kids, but, you know, that kind of get themselves in a little trouble here and there, and your son's name happens to be on the list. name is on that list? Uh, yes, I got about, uh, I got about 35 kids that are actually on this list, and your son is actually on the list and and you you are Mr. Cotton, correct? I am Mr. Cotton. I mean, are, are we are you sure you speaking about my son though? Um yeah, I mean there's only there's only one on the list, sir. I I'm I'm and it's 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 what's been given to me and what what I'm doing is calling around to all of the parents of the kids that are on this list and letting you guys know that I'm going to be keeping a close eye on them as well as uh letting you know that I'm going to be reinstating corporal punishment here in the school, so so. Corporal punishment. Uh, what, what, what's that? That's actually where, if your son gets sent to the office, which is my office, then there will be paddling going on 
and opposed to I, I don't believe in oh, I don't oh, believe oh, in oh, detention. Oh, 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 I don't oh, oh. believe in suspension. I believe in you know if we spank these kids, we can get them back in order. So, so you, you going to spank him, sir? Here's my thing. I really truly believe that if we get back to 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 you know, and I don't mean what I'm about to say to be harsh, but if we get back to beating, we'll get these kids back in order. I mean, but I'm I know he had trouble in English, but I don't think that calls for a. Beaten for a, a no, low grade. no, no, no. This has nothing to do with grades, sir. This has to do with punishment. And what I'm understanding is if your son is on my list and if your son comes down to my office, I'm going to take care of it right then I and there. If my son comes to your office, you're going to be on my damn list. It's, it's, sir, I'm trying to get these kids back in order. And that's the reason why I've been brought in and I've replaced the last principal. You understand? So what I need from you is to get a, to get a great understanding that if your child comes to my office... Corporal punishment will be what he's going to deal with. Well, I you, okay, I tell you what. Let my son come home and tell me he got some damn corporal punishment, and the next morning me and you going to do some corporal punishment. Sir, do you want your child in order, or do you want to be bailing his butt out of jail at the age of 18? They're going to be bailing me out of jail if you put your damn hands on my son. Okay, are you taking care of your son punishment-wise at home? You need to... My son don't get in no damn trouble. My okay, that, that, here, here's... Here's the problem. Parents not believing that their children get in any trouble. That's the first problem. Well, then, I got email. I got phone calls. So the first phone call I get is going straight to whipping. It ain't no letter sent home. Ain't no email sent home saying there is a problem. I don't, I don't, I don't, sir. I, I'll, I'll, you know, I'm going to calm down here. I, I'm going to tell you once again, I am not going to, to, to have, send your son to detention. I'm not going to call you. I'm going to take care of my job. My job is to make sure. I'm going to take care of mine. When you take care of yours, I'm going to take care of mine. And that's protect my son. And you put your hands on him and we got a problem. We're going to have a problem because nine times, I'm telling you right now, I'm calling you and giving you the warning. Your son will be dealt with. And you're going to be dealt with. Will be dealt with on a regular basis if need be. You're going to get dealt with on a regular basis. You're going to get tired of seeing me. Okay, sir, do I need to actually have corporal punishment with you? I tell you what, when you do, when you bring that corporal punishment to me, you better have the police there, because they going to need corporal punishment, they going to need whatever else, they going to need the SWAT team when I get down and you put your hands on my son, I know that. I, I, all I'm, you know what, sir, maybe, maybe, maybe the, 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 the swooping needs to start with you. It, it has Dang to. Matter of fact, what time do you go to lunch? We can do this in front of the cafeteria and let all the kids see the damn principal get his damn corporal punishment. Hey, sir, sir, I'm not, I'm not, I, I don't, I don't fear you, first of all. I don't want you to fear okay. me, because I want you to stand there and take your whipping like a man. I don't want to chase you around like no little around the school. Sir, 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 the bottom line is, corporal punishment is being instated. Your son is going to abide by it. You're going to have to accept it, or maybe, I maybe you, you what, need to. I, I tell you what, you say you got 35 names on your list, it better be 34, because cotton name better not be on no corporal punishment list. I know sir, that. Sir, sir, listen, he's not on a corporal punishment list. He's on a list of kid of kids that act up from time to time. My, my damn son don't act up. My son is a model student. He got a little trouble with English, you know, because his mom a little slow. But I, that's my I, I, I did that. You know what I'm saying? You know what? Sometimes I feel like I'm talking to the child right now. You talking to a grown man? And if you put your hands on my son, you gonna see that I'm a grown man when I come down there. Okay. I'm the only so, one put my hands on my damn son. Then, then, then I guess it's gonna be a lot of kicking circle. It's gonna be some kicking and you line them up assistant principal principal i kick the cafeteria lady so i come down there if she got something to say you're gonna watch your tone you understand me and you're gonna you're gonna take what i'm hey, telling you, you i'm a grown man who are you I, yelling 
I don't care what you're saying. Everybody's going to abide. I put chains on the door. I make sure. Oh, no, Joe Clark putting chains on the door. I, I thought your name was Lansom. You're Joe Clark. I'm Mr. Lanson, and these kids are going to abide by what I want, and so are the parents. And damn it, you, Mr. Cotton, you're going to have to toughen up and let me do my I damn job. You, I tell you what, then you go on and do what you got to do today. But when I get down there, you better have a police when I get there. I tell you who else I'm going to have here. If you tell me who the you gonna have down there then? I'm gonna have nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show, cause that's who I am. Your co-worker Sylvia got me to prank phone call you. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Every time I'm gonna tell you what, I'm gonna prank <laughs> call you. <laughs> Next time I catch you, <laughs> Sylvia, that's why you ain't get laid on that down at the job. Around. I don't think about my damn kids, man. Don't be putting your damn hands on my boy. Boy, Tommy. Boy, I was on my way. I was looking for my damn kids. What were you talking? I was going to whip your this morning. Hey, listen, I got one more thing to ask you, Mr. Cotton. What's that, man? What's the baddest radio show in the land? Man, that Steve Harvey morning show. <laughs> I love y'all, man.